Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine. We have such a fun show for you in in store today. Joining me today is Renee Walker. You may have read part of her story in our January-February edition of Christian Living Magazine. Renee, I'm so glad you could join us today. How are you? I am truly blessed this day. Thank you for inviting me. You are just a doll. Gay, our editor Gay did your interview, (laughs) and she told me, she said, I can't wait for you to meet Renee. You're just going to fall in love. And I get it. I completely get it. That's sweet of her. (laughs) I enjoyed visiting with her also. Oh, you know, so... Your husband, Jim, has been a longtime supporter of Christian Living Magazine. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing with you before we, we went on air today, you know, I, I've had down days and suddenly had an email of words of encouragement from Jim, and, and that oh. has just meant so much. But last summer, he shared about what we're going to talk about today. And I was like, I, I just got, I got to know more about this. Mm-hmm. And so thank you. You shared your story or a, a chunk of your story with our readers in our January issue, which folks, you can still read that on our website. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But last summer, Jim blessed you with an unusual birthday gift. Yes. Yes, it was very unusual. Yes. Uh, for my 70, 78th birthday, he provided me with the means to go to be a part of an extra on uh, The Chosen. So um, that was quite a surprise, and um, we were able to make that happen. So how many of your children and grandchildren joined you? Two of my children joined me, my son, John, and my daughter, Jamie, and then my grandchildren, which is uh, Elijah, Jacob, Benjamin, and then Emerson. That is that is so incredible, because we're not talking little kids either. No, no, no. We're, and, and we're going to talk about that more here in just a minute, too, because right. um, I have some housekeeping I got to do first. Um so first, I want to talk about The Chosen itself, because um, as we talked about earlier, there's mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. There are those who who get confused. And so I just kind of want to just talk about that just for a minute. Um, and this show isn't about me. You're going to hear my voice more today than probably normal. But um, in visiting with different people, I get mixed reactions. Some love it. Some refuse to even check it out. And so... The Chosen is being produced by Dallas Jenkins, whose father is Jerry Jenkins. Right. And and Jerry partnered with fellow author Tim LaHaye back in the 90s, and they did the Left Behind series. Correct. And I personally was a huge fan of the Left Behind series, partially because I, I was still fairly new in my walk, in my solid walk, and I was terrified by the Book of Revelation. And what the Left Behind series did for me was it broke down some of those barriers, and it allowed me to actually read and study the book. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite books to study now mm-hmm. is the book of Relations. And it broke down those walls. But Jerry Jenkins and Tim LaHaye did an interview in a magazine and I read the article and they they were really quick to point out, this is not the Bible come to life. This is our interpretation of what it might look like. And as long as I continued to repeat that mantra in my head as I read through and okay, that's really interesting. That's an interesting thought. But let's go back to the Bible and see what it really says about that. 
it was an eye-opening experience for me. And again, it broke down those barriers and it allowed me to open the book of Revelation afresh and be able to study it. So fast forward to June of 2020, all of so many of my friends, I shouldn't say all of my friends, but so many of my friends were crazy about this new series called The Chosen. And they just kept talking it up and talking it up. And, and I just kept procrastinating. I just, something about it made me uncomfortable. And I really can't put my finger on what it was. But in June of 2020, we are our twin cesses, people who read my column or listen to this show often will hear me talk about our precious twin cesses, had been born in California, and we flew down in June to stay with them and their parents for 10 days so that we could help. But we had to quarantine. And so we had all this time on our hands as we were quarantined. And I got to poking around, and I came across a schedule for a live stream with Dallas Jenkins, who is the producer of The Chosen. And it was this one evening, and I said, we don't have, they didn't have cable, they didn't have regular television, we were up in the mountains, up, up in Lake Arrowhead, and but we had internet. And I said, let's live stream this, I want to see what, what this producer has to say. And it was so funny, because almost verbatim, he said the same thing. This is not, the chosen is not the Bible come to life. This is merely one man's interpretation of what it might have looked like. And if it gets people to open the Bible and read the Bible and see what the Bible really says, then I have succeeded in my in my quest. And so it is fiction based on the Bible, but he is not portraying it as the Bible come to life. So as we enter into our conversation today, I just wanted to put that out there. For those of you who may not have watched The Chosen, because you're concerned that you don't want to be disrespectful, it's not meant to replace the Bible. It's meant to entice people to read the Bible, to find out what the Bible really says, and to learn firsthand for that love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that we see in that. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk, first of all, because um, yes, I have a, a, a son who works in Hollywood, but I'm as starstruck as anybody. So you have your favorite character. <laughs> mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your favorite character. Well, my favorite character in The Chosen is uh, Mary Magdalene. I mean, uh, I did not know that she was demon-possessed, and uh, Dallas uh, portrays that very well, and how um, God um, redeemed her and um, saved her. Uh, yeah. So that was, yeah, she was one of my favorite characters. And then I have others. As I watch the series, there are others. Matthew's one of them. Yeah, he's amazing. Matthew, my husband and I are endeared to Matthew. So the actress that portrays Mary Magdalene is Elizabeth Tabish. Right. And... You got a special message. Oh, from I did. Her. I did. She uh, sent a video. Jim arranged this. My husband arranged this, and she sent a video and congratulated me on the fact that I was going to be there during the feeding of the five thousand. So she was excited to meet me. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to meet her, but it was exciting. Aww. And she just sent a really sweet message and was excited that I was going to be a part of it. That that is so neat. I when I when I saw that, I was just like, oh, what would I do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. My so my husband's my husband loves Matthew. I am endeared to Matthew, but I have to tell you, as as I go day to day through the ministry that God's called me to, I have to be honest and confess that I really identify with Simon. Oh, sure, a lot of people do with with my testimony and my prodigal testimony. I really identify with Simon, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> how did you portray those thoughts that I don't talk to anybody about? <laughs> exactly, and he does a really good job of that. He's, it's amazing. So many people can relate to Simon because they have their ups and their downs and their their questions and their doubts, you know, that go along in life, just normal life, you know. 
And and let's talk a little bit about the heart of. Um, and I know ne- I'm never sure how to pronounce his last name, but Jonathan Rumi. Rumi. I think it's Romy. Um, who portrays Jesus? Right. Which he talks freely about. If you do, if you Google him, oh, yeah. or or who is the actor that portrays Jesus on the Chosen? If you can't remember his name. It'll come up, but he talks about it's a daunting task to portray Jesus. It is. It's very difficult for him. You bet. And he goes to it, uh, goes into it in prayer, and he just has to separate himself and just let the Lord just take over. I mean, before his scenes, he's just in constant prayer. So his his heart is so is so sweet. I've seen a couple of interviews with him, and his heart is so sweet. And he also, if if you've seen the movie The Jesus Revolution, he plays um, he portrays the character Lonnie Frisbee, who helped start the Calvary Chapel movement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, he just is really dedicated as he is an actor, a producer, mm-hmm. a writer. Um, he does as a motivational speaker. He does a lot, right. but he is serious about his faith. This is not a role he took lightly. It's not right. something he. And just, I think it's increased his faith actually being a part of the chosen and the script and all. He it's really increased his faith in his walk with the Lord. Well, and and let's talk about that too because sometimes Christian productions are get the moniker of cheesy, and cheesy. this is not cheesy. <laughs> not this, at all. This is mm-hmm. not no. cheesy. This is serious, but. Dallas has also not been afraid to cast actors who may not share the faith. He is witnessing through this production to some of these actors. You mentioned in in the article that the actor who portrays Nicodemus, and I can't remember his name, but he's actually a Buddhist. He is a Buddhist. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when they're doing this scene on the rooftop, he can hardly get through his lines because um, he feels the Holy Spirit working and he just, you know, they have to stop recording and filming until he can get his composure back and then he starts over again. But yeah, it was a difficult scene for him. Here's your sign. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, here's your sign. <laughs> here's your sign. Um, you know, that's um so I I have to ask first of all cuz cuz I know if I thought this question um, I know there are others out there that are listening that have that same question. How did you get this opportunity? What a phenomenal opportunity. My my oldest son is an actor in Hollywood and I know that for any kind of roles he has to do auditions and all of that. So how did how did this come about? Well, there was no additions, thank goodness. But my husband made those arrangements. Uh, he contributed uh, an, an amount of money that provided this opportunity. And so when it was given to me, I was just in awe. I couldn't believe that um, I was going to get to be a part of The Chosen, be an extra. And it was going to be the filming of The 5,000. So um, in order to be there and do that, of course, we, we made our own costumes, all Eight of us made our costumes, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I got my, I borrowed a sewing machine actually to do this, and then we went to the thrift stores to get you know garments that would be of that period of time, and and put it all together. And so that was a lot of fun for all of us. And um, so then we did, of course, we had to take the COVID test to be sure that we were all free of that. And uh, then uh, we just boarded our plane and we were on our way to Dallas, Texas. That is so incredible. So how many days were you on set? I was on set one day. You get to choose what day you could be on in the filming. And um, there was a Tuesday, Wednesday, and a Thursday. And I chose a Wednesday because we arrived on Monday. And I didn't want to just wake up the next morning and run down to the set. I wanted a day to just kind of relax and get get organized. But yeah, we we there were three days, and we um, we I chose Wednesday. 
So, so what was it like? Oh, it was amazing. You you get on this bus. They get you on this big bus, and um, you go to the site this where they ha- where they have all these people, and they had all these tents set up for all these people five five thousand people that day, and uh, all day long the 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 staff the crew would provide because it's such a hot day. They'd provide you with liquid. They'd say, "Don't we don't want you to get dehydrated? You know, we want you to drink lots of water." So they were always handing out water to us, and we had to carry umbrellas because of the sun and the heat. That would protect us, and they fed us lunch. We went in. The first uh, filming was on uh, in the morning, about ten thirty. So we went to the field, and we had to sit in the field. And they were doing the filming of the five thousand, and we could see Jonathan and the disciples were running out through the crowd and all excited and saying hi to everyone. And and it was just an amazing cast. I mean, it was just a joy and a blessing to be a part of that, to see what is actually happening and taking place during the filming and stuff. And then um, after that episode after that filming we went back to our tents and they had um concerts going all day long for people during the day that they could go and watch the concerts and uh so they fed you lunch and then uh, there was a period of time where then in the afternoon we went back out into the field to do some more filming and again that was a very awesome experience people all around us you know we were all there as as believers and christians and it was just an awesome time to be together like that so many of us were of the same mind and it was just had to feel like revival i know it really did it really did and there was even a couple there that got married on that day. Seriously. Yeah, it was amazing. How yeah, wonderful. Yeah, it was amazing. And people who um, who got dehydrated, there were several people who did get dehydrated, and they, the medicals were right there, right on it to care for these people. It was just amazing how they dealt with that, that large of a crowd. And Dallas will admit it was the hardest um, day of filming he's ever had. Did, did they... Did they nosy question? Did they literally have five thousand people there? I've seen. Oh, the, yes. I've seen it. Oh yes, I, I've seen it. Oh, I didn't. Yes. I had not met you until today, so I didn't know who to look for. <laughs> can you? Can you see yourself? Um, it's well, no. <laughs> There's so oh. many people. Uh, I kind of know where I'm at when they show the crowd. I know where I'm at, but I'm not sure what day they're showing. But it was a windy day, so if there's a breeze, you can see that. So Jim will say, "Oh, that's that's the day you were in," you know. So I look for myself, but but actually, my son has spotted us in the filming so it was that's so cool it is exciting you know and you're you have all these other believers all around you and everybody's in such a good mood as hot as it was i mean we're talking hot in texas it's hot and with all the insects you know that, that goes on all around you but everyone just had the best attitude and they were just so happy to be there you know it's so funny you say the insects because i watched the show and I see these people sitting on rocks and in the dirt and all of this. And I'm thinking, did they spray bugs before they did that? Oh, yes. <laughs> that's, where, that's where Sandy's brain goes. Oh, yes. it's like, I hate bugs. And I could see me jumping up in the middle of filming going, ooh, ooh, oh, ooh, yes. bug. Oh, yes. In fact, they warned you. They told you to put on this insect repellent all over your body so that these chiggers wouldn't bite you. So we're sitting there in the field and... um when my granddaughter is just, you know, she's paying attention to what's going on. And my grandson looks over at her and there's this huge spider on her. And he just gets up and he just swats it off her shoulder and she just freaks out because all these, you know, these, these insects. And at night, uh, these insects, these spiders will start hopping up off the ground. You'll see them jumping up, up oh off the ground. Gosh. So we didn't do any filming during the night and I was really grateful for that. But. <laughs> <laughs> our listeners just learned a little bit about Sandy because yeah. yeah, I yeah, I don't do bugs. No, I, do, no. I don't do bugs well. I can, mm-hmm. but I don't do them well. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do snakes. Snakes worse. Oh yeah, we so. found snakes in in the field too. So oh, that's that's see, it was authentic. Yeah, it was totally authentic. It, it oh, was yeah. authentic. Yeah, it, it was, was hot. Blessing. It was Very dry. Nice. Yeah, 
and yeah. and there were bugs and snakes yeah. there. And they did have to stop the filming on occasions when people were feeling ill and um, provide aid for them at that point. So, but it, Dallas was amazing. I mean, he would get down and pray with them during that time, and you know, it was truly it was truly a blessing to be a part of that. So it wasn't just all business. No, it really, truly is a ministry. It is a ministry. It is truly ministry, and you, and that comes out in Dallas's whole theme and his whole attitude. You know, he he's just amazing. So. So if someone's listening who has not seen The Chosen mm-hmm. and doesn't know where to find it, because it's not always mm-hmm. easy to find. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so do you do you have any words of wisdom? Well, you can get the app. It's free. Just the Chosen app. Just go to your um, app store and just call up for the Chosen app, and it's free. And you can watch it on your phone, or you can also transfer it to your TV. If you have a smart TV, you can transfer it to TV. Now, see, we, we um, on our smart TV, we downloaded the Angel Studios oh, yes. app, mm-hmm. and we watched it through the Angel Studios. Oh, sure. So I forget that there you is can, a Chosen app, There is too. a Chosen app, and you get to watch all the live streams that Dallas puts on, and then the after show. Um, interviews and stuff. That's really great. You were mentioning to me earlier that you have a friend that if somebody isn't sure that they want to make, I I prize the space on my phone. Uh-huh, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. before I download another app, I want to know that I really want that app. But right. I know they're easy to delete. But I, you know, so if someone out there is curious and just wants a sample, you have a friend that does a, a showing. Yes, they do this showing uh, every other Sunday, and uh, it's down, it's in Eagle. And if you're interested, their website, I can give that to you, and you can join up and just let them know that you're interested and would like to come. And it's amazing. I mean, it's in a big barn. It's got a big screen, and they have all kinds of food available, you know, and they do two episodes uh, a night. So How uh, fun. So... You didn't get to meet Mary Magdalene. I did not. She but was actually somewhere else, filming somewhere else at that time. Did you Did you get to meet any of the actors? No, but the disciples were right close nearby, and we said hi to them, and they'd say hi back. My grand said, hey, Thomas, love you, man. And, my, and he said, hey, stranger, love you too. <laughs> I love it. So they're just like family. These disciples, they're just like families together. I love it. Speaking of your grandson... And we do have time to talk about this. I wasn't sure we would have time to talk about this. But Elijah is your 19-year-old. Elijah mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. is 19. Yes. So he's a Gen Z. And and I didn't know until I read this in the article, Gay's Great, about doing research. But our Gen Z are young adults who come of age in this, the second decade of the current century. I didn't know. I didn't mm-hmm. know what that breakdown mm-hmm. was. But I didn't either at the so, time. So, he, so Elijah is a member of the Gen Z group. Right. And one of the things, so my husband and I have watched The Entire Chosen. Once mm-hmm. we caught the disease, we got it bad. And so <laughs> like everything else, we couldn't wait for the next episode to come out. And one night we were on the app and there wasn't a new episode. And, and Steve continued to scroll down. And at the bottom, there's all these different special features that you can do. And there's one that is labeled something to the effect of a Gen Z study. Right. And the chosen production crew actually brought in a team of Gen Zers from all different walks of life. Some were believers, some were not believers, some had been wounded by the church. There was one that was in trouble with the law, mm-hmm. all different walks of life. They, they had no idea what they were going to watch. They knew they were going to watch something. They knew that they were a study group. It was fun to watch them joke about, what if this is a religious thing? What if this is that? But they they knew that the room was being filmed. They got to watch the whole first season of The Chosen. But the the it's a 45-minute to an hour video. is well worth your time mm-hmm. to watch this group of way open mm-hmm. 
Gen Z to see how this project impacted their lives. And it impacted every one of their lives. Oh, yes. And it followed them home, mm-hmm. and it showed their interactions with their families and their friends, and shamelessly talking, you know, you're not going to believe this, but I've been watching this show called The Chosen, and I want to share it with you, mm-hmm. and how it impacted. And they knew, by this point, they knew that it was not the Bible brought to life, but one man's interpretation, but it impacted their lives. Exactly. And your grandson talks about that yeah, just briefly in the mm-hmm, article mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about how that impacted him. Right, right. And so first of all, I think it's cool that he went with you. Oh, yeah. But th- to see that coming from, because those of us who are more mature in the church, and I'm talking mature in years, <laughs> right. often don't give our Gen Zers enough credit. Exactly, and we and we're worried about the shrinking church, and we're worried about um, how at the age of eighteen children walk out the door of the church when mm-hmm. when they and to see that something like this project can make such an impact on right. their lives, right, right. So, go ahead, you've got so so Elijah. You know, during the interview, he did say that Dallas approaches the production aspect differently in that he's trusting God it will work out, and he. Elijah actually watched that series, the, the Gen Scene, and he was just totally all over it. I mean, he loved it. He enjoyed it. In fact, he watched it twice. He took it home to his parents and said, you must watch this. I love that. So that was that was truly amazing. Yeah. yeah. We, we have referred several people who have Gen Zers in their life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to watch that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, Because yeah. sometimes it is hard. There's a communication breakdown. They're old enough. They sometimes think that we don't know nothing. Yeah. Um, right, yeah I've raised right, a few kids. Right, right exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. so it was just, it was so refreshing. Yeah. It was so refreshing. Yeah. So what have I missed? What have we forgotten to talk about oh, today? Let's see. Um, this series has reached, has reached all over the world. I mean, it's in several different languages. Uh, people are being, um, uh, cha- their lives are being changed because of the series. And um, Dallas will always say many times, you know, it's not my job to feed the 5,000. It's my job to provide the, the loaves and the fishes. And that's exactly what he's doing. And uh, it's truly amazing what it is happening in people's lives because he plans to go through the, the uh, I think he wants to make seven series, and that's including the crucifixion. Uh, they have talked about the resurrection, but I'm not sure that, that he wants to do that at this point. But it could happen, I suppose. Absolutely amazing. He's yeah. going to go wherever God leads him. Exactly. He'll Where, go wherever God leads him. Wherever, and that's that's and, his goal. And I love that it's crowdfunded. Yeah, totally crowdfunded. It's the it's uh, most, um, uh, what I want to say is it's never happened before. Yeah. It's uh, the best crowdfunding that ever happened. So it's amazing. It's amazing. The, the whole thing. I yeah. You know. Again, I come at it from this is what it might have looked like. This is one man's yeah, interpretation, yeah, but oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's just been it's so fun to see the characters and what they might have been exactly, and the, and the hours and and years of research that he's done mm-hmm. to develop these. Oh, this yeah, is not just yeah, something he pulled right. out of thin air, right? This and is, you know, he depicts the disciples as just being normal human beings. I mean, they have their ups and downs. They have their doubts. Who is this man? You know, I've chosen to follow him, but what does that mean? Yeah. You know, so they're learning. They're learning just as we would if, you know, we've chosen to follow Jesus. We're learning. Absolutely. None of us have yet arrived. That's exactly. <laughs> and none exactly. of them have arrived. Exactly. Never arrived, yes. Renee, it happens every week. We are out of time. Oh. I thank you so much for joining me well, today. Well, thank you for inviting me. It was just a pleasure. This has been so much fun. Folks, if you want to read Renee and her family's encounter with this, it is in our January 20. 20- 
23, what year is this? 2023 edition. Go to christianlivingmag.com. Go to our columns tab and you can search um, either Renee Walker or The Chosen and that'll bring the article up. Or you can go to our past issues tab and pull up January, February of 2023 and it starts on page eight on the page flipper edition. We are out of time. You can pick up your current issue of Christian Living Magazine at over 600 locations throughout all of Southern Idaho. Or if you're out of the area, read us online at christianlivingmag.com. I hope you'll join us again next week when we'll have another inspiring guest joining us who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.